Hi there, I'm Becky Hammond and welcome to Isogo TV. Wherever you are on your strengths journey, I want to help you take your greatest strengths and apply them to your everyday work and your everyday life. This is episode 18, how opposites can strengthen your marriage. You know, oftentimes when you're in the first stages of getting to know somebody, it's those things that are different about you that attract you to each other. Those are the things that we ooh and ah over. And later, those are the things that can also frustrate us. And I know it's been true for me. It's also true for a couple other couples that we know and that I wanna share with you today about how their opposites have been extremely aggravating and could almost ruin them. But instead, they've seen how their opposites can make them better together than they could ever be separately. You know, I've seen it in them and I'm certainly living it. So let's dive in. Over the past 15 years or so, David and I have had the opportunity to mentor and be in relationships with some really great couples. Couples who are similar to each other and who are very different from each other. You know, one of the funnest, most rewarding couple to be in conversation with are those who are newlywed or newly engaged because they're so reflective about the things that they love about each other. And oftentimes we've kind of been struck at how interesting it is that some of those things they love about each other, very often actually, are opposites. I mean, there's truth to that cliche that opposites attract. You know, she'll say something like, uh, I, I'm kind of an introvert and I a homebody and I love to just sit on the couch and read and but I just love that he can't hardly sit still and he loves getting out and meeting new people and he really kind of brings that out of me and makes me be something different and, and get out of the house. It's those types of opposites that are kind of a, a mystery. There's an intrigue in there. It's like, oh, I don't see the world through that lens. Let me explore the way that you do that. And there's some excitement there on both sides when there's an opposite involved. The other kind of part of opposites, and it's actually one of the litmus test questions that David and I ask uh, people who are considering spending the rest of their lives together is, can you be better together than you are separately? And some of this togetherness, being better, making a bigger impact or living a, a bigger or more fulfilling life together has to do with the fact that you see life differently, that you come to life with different sets of talents, with different sets of strengths, that you, when they come together, are more powerful and more fulfilling for both of you. And, but it's not to say that those opposites aren't also pr probably the most, the area of most potential for conflict and frustration and miscommunication, especially once that kind of initial excitement and mystery wears off. It's like, ah, okay, now that thing that you're like so social, but really I just kind of like, I want to stay home and re refuel my body here at, at home, reading my book. I don't really want to go out and meet those people that I don't know. So there's great opportunity in opposites and really some of our most frustrating moments can happen in opposites as well. You know, we know some amazing couples who have made this 
dichotomy, these opposites, really thrive for them and work for them and be better together than they would ever be on their own. Um, there's one good couple friend of ours who uh, she leads from a place of activator, from a strengths finder language perspective. And he leads from a place of being deliberative. So activator is somebody who wants to get things going and maybe kind of more has the mantra of ready, fire, aim, kind of let's dive into this and figure things out as we go. And somebody who leads from a deliberative point of view is a question asker, a risk assessor, makes really, really good decisions after a longer period of time of kind of stewing on it and making sure that they know what decision is going to be best without having a misstep, without having to needing to make a misstep in order to do that. And uh, these friends of ours have noticed that this makes them better together. You know, definitely there have been opportunities for conflict and frustration. You know, you can imagine how if someone just wants to like get going and get started and the other person is kind of pulling back and asking questions, how frustrating that can be for, for both sides. But it also can be the thing that helps them make the best decisions and move forward in the best way. Um, you know, they like to have fun with it. They even came up with a little bit of a cheer where she is activate and achieve, activate and achieve. And he is deliberate and wait, deliberate and wait. You know, because they, now that they know those things about each other, they can call on those things from each other when they're trying to make a big decision in life. I mean, recently they made a huge decision about which direction their life was gonna go. And while she kind of wanted, was getting agitated and kind of just wanted to make a decision and, and move forward and see where the chips fell, he really wanted to get questions answered and really wanted to, to know what is it gonna look like in three or four months from now? And is that gonna to be totally, totally disruptive to our family? And is it a decision that we are gonna be okay with uh, in a, a few months from now? And in the end, when they were able to come together and have a conversation that kept both of their perspectives in mind and answered the questions and allowed them to make a decision so that they could move forward, they made the best decision, to, a better decision together than they ever could have made on their own. And now they're, they're living it. They're living out the benefits of making a great decision together as a family. You know, and there's another couple that we've, we know that they've been married for over 40 years who is a, a brilliant example of this as well. You know, they are very opposite from each other. You know, when they met over 40 years ago, she was spunky and fun and spontaneous and he was solid and constant and patient and reflective. And she leads from a strengths finder language of adaptability and he leads from consistency. It's even just those words you're like, oh yeah, those are, those are, those are different. One's go with the flow. Let's figure things out as we go. One is a consistency is fairness and process and procedures and wanting a plan. So they've definitely had their fair share of rough spots all along the way, but they have been able to understand those things about each other even before they had these words to put to them, these strengths finder language to put to them. They were able to use the strengths of each other to 
be better together, to support each other, to be able to, uh, adaptability allows them both actually, because she brings him along, to be present immediately for people when they need it. And his consistency, his desire for fairness and a process allows them to not necessarily jump into things that they shouldn't be or to make a good decision when there are different emotions and history and baggage on the line. I love that these beautiful couples in our lives are examples of kind of that thrill of opposites, of what attracted them to each other, that mystery and that intrigue, but then also how they can be better together because they are opposites, because they can fill in the holes that each other has and be better together than they would ever be on their own. So let's use this. You know, I struggled to come up with a real tangible takeaway on this, that didn't come across as coined or cliche. It was actually something you could do today. And what I realized is that it has to do with appreciation. Appreciating that opposite or that difference in one of the people that you love the most. So today, to use this, sit down across from that person, look them in the eyes and tell them that thing that you appreciate about them. And maybe it's an opposite and maybe it was thrilling at one time and has created a lot of frustration at other times. But really, you see that together, using those differences and using those opposites to fill in each other's holes, you can be better together than you could ever be on your own. Once you've done that, or even beforehand, I would love to hear about it. What's your plan, or what do you want to do, or what did you do, and how did it come out? And the purpose of that is just to see if I could help you in any way. So to do that, head over to isogostrong.com in association with episode 18 and leave a comment there or connect with me directly through my contact page as well. I'd, I'd love to get back to you. You know, I want this message of strengths to get out to the world, to eliminate that hate and strife and unnecessary frustration that happens in our work, in our life, and allow us to use our strengths to flourish, to really get to the place of success that we're looking for. And that happens at work and at home in our relationships, our marriages. So. Thanks for sharing Yosogo TV to get that message out to the world. I'm glad that you continue to choose to be with me here, and I hope that you join me next week on Isogo TV.